So then, here we are now. And today, I'd like to talk about how people occupy you. And this is something I've been thinking about, something that has affected me. It's a experience or a sort of realization that I've come to that I'd like to share with you and discuss and just sort of illustrate some of the dynamics. And the curious thing about this is that it's possible to realize that you don't actually know anyone. The flip side, of course, is that you can realize that no one actually knows you. Now, when you arrive at this realization, or how you arrive at this realization, is really only by having an experience where you connect with someone on a deeper level. It's a kind of breakthrough in a relationship. It's a breakthrough in what it means to actually experience someone. And I say experience someone as a way of saying that this is a deeper level to just knowing someone, right? When you experience someone, that's a whole different ball game to knowing someone. And it's a bit hard to know where to sort of start with talking about this experience with how it can come about, how it does come about, what it's like and what we can do to really work on it consciously. It's it, it's almost like normally we walk around and the basic default idea is that I'm me, I have my life, my experiences, and you're you. And when we interact in a situation or during an event, then, whoa, what was that? Just heard a big bell sound, horn sound. Anyway, doesn't matter. As I was saying, the default idea is I have me and you have you. And when we interact in a situation, I'm going to get a vibe from you. I'm going to get a feeling about you or an idea about you. And that's going to be whether I like you or whether I don't. Now, the the, the amount of stuff that's missing, how shallow that is, in that idea, in that way of operating, is gargantuan. It's, it's so far beyond what's actually happening. Because what's actually happening is that we are in this event, this experience, together. We are actually somehow overlapping, somehow crossing into a shared experience, a shared environment for a time. And basically, (laughs) the idea is if it's a pleasant experience, we like that person. And if if it's an unpleasant experience, then we don't like that person. Now, of course, this is not to say that, well, each person is just a victim of or a component of a larger event and therefore everyone is the same. 
goodness knows not. <laughs> because an event is very much qualified by the people involved in it, right? That is one of the factors that is going to dictate the, the taste of it, the flavor of it. It is who is there. It is the personality, in fact, you could say, that is more of the event, right? The event is not where you are. It's not the props. It's not the it's not even the visuals or the sound or the the ta- like the sensory sort of component to it it's not even the action it's not even so much the bodily feeling in many ways it is who is there and maybe you can get a sense of this when a rock star turns up right this is sort of the quintessential textbook example of this or the the easiest to understand example of this which is you're at a concert and then the rock star comes on stage and the moment he or she comes on stage it's like bah whoa right if you've ever if you've ever been to a concert you've experienced this because you're sort of standing around waiting you're sort of looking at people and you think oh they 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 dressed really weird for this concert you're wondering, are they going to play my favorite song? And you just listen to the opening band and you're thinking, oh, they really sucked. I wonder if the main band is going to suck that much. And you're sort of thinking, oh, should I get a drink? But it's going to be a long line and it's going to be stinky and there's shirtless men, (laughs) depending on what kind of concert you're at, right? And you're sort of in this vibe, right? It's an experience. And then... They come on stage and, and the whole place changes. The whole, the, the whole experience just takes off. It's just like this, this bull out of the gate. It's fireworks, right? And it's, ex, it's an explosion. Now, you could say, well, how much of that is that really the personality, right? Maybe it's more the pyromaniacs, the pyrotechnics and the light show that's doing that, right? <laughs> so that's, that's sort of another conversation that we can sort of argue over. But the point is, the actual thing that is the truth of the matter is that you experience people. What impresses upon you in an event is people. And it's very hard to actually see how important this is And to actually see how much you're missing out of. Now, one of the times in which this realization occurs, and one of the ways in which you can really deeply break through with this insight as to how people connect with people, is through love. And love is really the beginnings of this larger realization. When you fall in love, when you meet that special someone, that significant other, and you really connect deeply with them, then you're experiencing them. And you know this. You know that you have 
a knowledge which is beyond just the idea or what you say about each other. It's experiential. And of course, what goes along with love is the great feelings, right? It's, it's a positive experience. When we say we love this person, we really mean it feels very good to be around them. It feels very good to be in their presence, to see them act the way they do, hear about their thoughts, share their feelings, share their ideas, their stories and all the rest of it. And that is really the beginning of it, right? When you see a couple, a juicy couple, then you see they're in love, then one of the common things we say about them is, yeah, they get each other. Yeah, yeah, you really get that girl or, yeah, you really get that guy, right? You really get them. And, and that, that phrase, you get them, is basically this, this thing of how they occupy each other. They are connected. Now, if you have this experience in a profound sense, in a very profound sense, then you will arrive at the fact that, well, it's been up until now that, No one has known me. No one has really seen into who I am in a way that can't be explained by psychology or concepts. And in some ways, the reaction to that can be with sadness, with a kind of of melancholy, like, wow, I've lived my whole life when no one has known me. Another reaction might be of of joy, right? The, the, the sort of added bonus to love, or the sort of just the propellant of the love in that relationship is that, wow, I've finally been found. And also that you've finally been able to see someone. You've finally been able to experience someone. Now, to sort of graduate on from this, and to sort of go the next step further, you can realize that the level of knowing and experiencing of other people extends, of course, beyond just love experiences and romantic relationships. In fact, that same quality or the same metrics or mechanisms or levels that are at work in a love relationship, they are still in function, they are still at play in every other relationship. They are still there. They still happen in that way. It's just that the qualitative difference is of, well, do you like it or do you not? Are you pleasant with it or are you not? And this really gets to the heart of the matter. This really gets to the issue of the matter, which is that people occupy your life. You experience people. People go into you. And a simple way of looking at this is to say, well, you have a memory of someone. And we can create a kind of little checklist as to how it is that you have someone within you 
Because you can say, well, what do you remember of that person? What, what is the first thing that you remember about that person? Because that'll tell you something. What are some of the things you don't really care to remember? What are some of the things you would try to forget about that person? What is it that you liked about that person? What is it that you didn't like about that person? How did it feel to be with that person? And ultimately, you can ask, this is the sort of nail-in-the-coffin question, are you glad that you and this person crossed paths in life? Now, you can see immediately that depending on who it is, the answer to that question will be a resounding yes. I'm overjoyed. I'm so grateful to have known that person. Or, of course, it might have been a resounding no. In some cases, <laughs> in a quite dark way of seeing the world, you might say, I wish I had never met that person. I wish we had never crossed paths. Now, of course, if that's the case, we need to turn to this next component of this idea of how people occupy you, which is your role in it, right? So up until now, we've been operating under this idea that you are this thing and then people come into your life and then they have a quality in the experience or as to how they are and all the rest of it, right? Now we need to flip that. We need to say, Actually, no, it depends what you are as to the quality of the experience. And that's where it starts to get to the deeper level. That's where you actually start to open up to love. So what is your role in it? What is your component of the relationship? What is it that you are composed as which is dictating the quality of the experience. And when you realize this, you realize you have to work on yourself. If you're saying something like, I wish I had never met that person or I'd never crossed paths with that person, well, actually, that indicates something to you. That indicates something about your composition as a person. And it's when... You realize this and you say, okay, I take responsibility for my relationships. I need to work on myself that you can open to those deeper levels. It's really only after deep personal work that you have the ability to open to a love relationship, a deeper relationship, a relationship where someone actually sees you, someone actually does get to know you. And that really is the core to interpersonal relationships. That is the whole idea because what's happening is you're you're here and then people are coming along and then 
There's an experience that happens between you. And you need to learn something from that experience. Your relationship is, ex- is revealing something about you to yourself. And if you change, if you evolve, if you actually take it on board to see, okay, well, what does this mean about me? Then you learn and you grow through the relationship. Right? This is what it means to have a growing relationship, a conscious relationship. And of course, not everyone gets this. This is why I'm talking about it, because this is not common knowledge, this is not clear, and people don't operate like this. So much of the time, people operate by having people come into their lives and then something goes wrong and they say, no, that's your fault. Oh, I just don't like you. No, you don't know me. That is that is the classic defense. That must be the ultimate defense mechanism. You don't know me. That is the get out of jail free card for the narcissist. And the truth of the matter is people are always telling you things about yourself. In another sense, people are not telling you what they really think about you. And in another sense, people are just trying to get along and be polite, right? To to be in a relationship where someone will actually tell you what they think about you, well, that even in and of itself is a very precious thing, a very powerful thing because it requires trust. It requires openness. And there is so much hurt. There is so much stuff that you need to confront. There's trauma, there's betrayal, there's unmet needs, there's unfulfilled desire. There's, there's a whole list of things that you need to work on before you get to this point of realizing how people can move in and out of your life freely. And each time that happens, it's an experience. It's like having a buffet of flavors. And every time you go to the buffet, you learn something about yourself. You open to new experiences. You get heightened sensory perception, you get bigger emotions, you get deeper feelings, right? This is is a whole different game. It's a whole different level to what we're normally operating from. And for so many people, really, it's been the case for me, and I believe maybe it might be the only way you can see the significance of this is to fall in love. The only way to realize what's going on with you and your relationships is to fall in love with someone. Love is the power that, complete, that can completely transform everything about you. When you fall in love and you have that experience clear to you and it's fresh to you, all of your trash and how important it is to deal with becomes critical. 
Further still, you become strong enough to deal with it. If you're in love, you have the strength to deal with your trash. A comic book version of this would be a guy meets a girl and he's a little bit overweight. But for some reason, for whatever reason, he's in this relationship with this girl. And now he knows that he needs to lose some weight or the girl is eventually going to leave. And he knows, right, that that's the truth of the matter. As, as brutal as that is, as, as hard as that is, as much as he hates it and might have resisted that, as disgusted with the world and as angry at his life and how things turned out, he might be, he realizes it, he sees it. And yet the love is clear enough to him that he knows he can overcome it. He knows he has to overcome it. He needs to get his ass to the gym. He needs to straighten up his diet, right? Like, like I can feel the, the, the immense motiva- motivation that comes from this, right? The immense power of like, damn, I need to get to the gym because I love this woman. I love this girl. Now, that is a comic book sort of sketch of the dynamic, right? Because it's not just being overweight and needing to go to the gym that you (laughs) have to deal with, right? That's not the only issue. The other issues might be your own mental tangles, your own controlling nature, your own emotional manipulation, your own emotional sourness, your own bitterness, your existential angst, your bad habits and addictions, right? Like the list goes on as to what can be wrong with you. And yet love is the power. Love is the thing that will propel you. And of course, it's, a, it's a, quite a mysterious thing. Like how do people fall in love? By what chance do they have to really connect with someone on that level. It's a miracle in so many ways. Love love is a miracle that we walk around with the trash we have, that we walk around as messed up, right, as we are, and yet somehow people can meet and fall in love. It's, it's such a beautiful, it's such a beautiful miracle. That love exists and love happens is is a true miracle. And of course, I want to race off to the to the highest heights, and I want to say, well, you don't you don't have to fall in love to have these realizations. And you do have to go beyond just the romantic relationship, right? In, in many ways, that's just the beginning of it because every relationship is a teacher. Every relationship is an experience that is giving you a lesson. And I mean every relationship as in every single person in your life, your family, your co-workers, your boss, your friends, your acquaintances, your collaborators, your employees, 
Every single person, every single person is someone that is there to help you open to yourself and open to new experiences. And really, when you go as far as it goes, you realize that love is a state that resonates out from within you. And when you've burnt off all of the pain, all of the hate, all of the frustration, all of the hurt, all of the darkness, then you literally love everyone. And that's all I have to say for now.